안녕하세요. I'm Sarah. And I'm Grace. We're Asian K-drama fans who love to find the answers to all of our and your Asian drama questions. We cover everything from silly topics to sensitive and serious issues that come up as we binge. We'll also share some Korean and Chinese language tips, as well as our own experiences as diaspora Asians living in the UK and US. Join us as we delve into the details and context of the dramas that we all love. Now we're on to the second part of our year-end review, and today we've got our second guest, and we're really happy to welcome on Erin. Welcome, Erin. Welcome, Erin. How are you, ladies? <laughs> we're really good. So Erin's been, um, oh, I call her OG Patreon member from the start. I like, I remember, and I find like, I think Erin, you're one of the people that has watched the most dramas. I always find when I've started an old <laughs> drama, Erin's like, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. And then, um, yeah, so like you've got like so many under your belt, but it's so good yeah. to see you. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it is a lot. I That's do good. watch a lot. I like I like ones that are currently airing. So I like Sarah. You usually see um Sarah's post on Instagram. She'll be like, "This is what I'm starting," and I'll be like, "I'm in there too." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're my watch buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it's so good to see you, Erin. Um, we've met a few times on the monthly Patreon Zoom, but I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> so um, it's it's been a while, and it's good to see you. Um, could you tell us uh, about yourself and how you got into K-dramas? We've all, I mean, Sarah and I have heard this on the Zooms, but um, for our audience. Well, yes, I am an avid, I've always been like an avid TV watcher. Um, and I will say for K-drama wise, I think my origin story is the same as a lot of other people's. Although, boy, mine did start <laughs> before. My sister, actually, I have a twin sister, and she said, oh, I started this show that's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's really good. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. My sister and I have very similar tastes in, in TV watching. So I was like, sure, I'll give it a go. Watched Chloe, was sucked in. I was like, what is this? This is fantastic. It's like so emotional, which I love. I love an emotional anything. Anything that will make me cry, yes, give it to me. Stick it in my veins. Um, so, yes, Chloe just had, you know, an amazing cast, a bonker story, these, you know, everything. Um, and then the pandemic hit. And then I was like, I, by that point I'd kind of started other ones. Like it's okay to not be okay. I think was the second drama mm -hmm. I've ever watched, which is still in my top five. I love yeah. it. I will go back and rewatch it. I think Coleman Young is a fantastic Still to this day, I think after so many hundreds of dramas, she's still one of my favorite characters. Um, and I yeah. think she's like well written. And you know, dramas like really speak speak to like you know, they're so written by women for women, and and it kind of like speaks to a lot of the things that I would like to see that we don't necessarily see in Western media per se. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind and also kind of subverts the things that you're used to seeing. Plot lines and storylines and all those things that were so new in the beginning um, that I wasn't used to seeing. So it, I really like just went head first down that rabbit hole into K drama land, into K drama. You know, it, everything that they had to offer. And there's so since there's so much content because it's just you know it's not like Western media where it's like a season, uh, you know, 22 episodes. You don't have to there's not the the weight of that it's like 
16 episodes, 10 episodes, 12 episodes, and it's done and a full and complete story. um, And you, you know, kind of walk away with that. And so that's really refreshing, especially, you know, like during the pandemic, there's whole back catalog of dramas just waiting to be viewed. So I, yeah, I just dove right in. Um, and that's kind of like led to other things like, you know, I'm really into cooking. So like now I'm really into like cooking Korean food and trying to see what I can make and like try different things. It's all, it's kind of opened up a whole, like just a whole slew of things that I just and really enjoy kind of digging into. So awesome. I remember we had, yeah. so you miss this guys, but we had a patron Zoom recently and we started talking about Tanghulu, which is like the, you know, the fruit that's on a stick that's coated in like sugar. Oh it's yeah, like a, yeah. It's really big in. You probably had it when you were in in Seoul last. Like no. it's really big on the. <laughs> okay. it's really big on the like the street food. So they'll have yes, like this yes. most amazing strawberries or oranges or whatever they had. Um, and so anyway, oh. we were talking about Tanghulu, and um, and then Erin, you were like, "I'm gonna make that this weekend." Yeah, and you, yeah. I love it. You were just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it this weekend." And yeah. most of us it were did. like, "We should get around to doing it." Like another, I would like to try <laughs> that one day. Erin's like, "No, I'm gonna do it this weekend." Yeah. I yeah. did. I, I got it. I think I did it. I think I did it that night or the very next day. I kind of like went and got the strawberries. I was making it all on my own, which that was a little difficult because it was, you know, getting the sugar hot enough and getting it to melt and then sticking the fruit in. And then like, it was all a bunch of timing and, you uh-huh. know, a cup of sugar is what I used a cup or two. Yeah. Um, and it really boils down to not a lot. <laughs> by the time I'm like trying to stick all my different fruit in there, it was delicious. The kids all ate it. My niece and nephew all ate it like in like two minutes. Um, It's like, this was fun. I like trying again. I like trying new things. And so it was a challenge. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I will definitely get that. Yeah. Awesome. I want to get, I want to give that a go. But yeah, the whole boiling sugar thing, I was, I was worried about. Anyway, it looked good because Erin posted pictures on the, on the poaching chat. So, so we all got to see her tongue. (laughs) Right. So. So as per with everyone else that we have on as our guests, what are five Korean dramas or other Asian dramas to get to know you? So again, they don't need to be ones um, that are in your top five, but they're just ones that kind of represent the spectrum of of your tastes. Yes. And I think I very much wrote it in the vein of like, these are the spectrums of my taste, just because I think, again, K-dramas offer so much um and i think that these are a representation for me of like what i love about it about k dramas so first one prison probably book mm. i mean fantastic cast fantastic storytelling yeah. it's you know you you learn you learn everybody's stories and and they're mm-hmm. so well written and so well acted and every single supporting cast you know supporting uh you know, side supporting character, not character, actor, character, actor, that's in every <laughs> single K-drama, I think is represented yeah. in Prison Playbook. So <laughs> yes. I love that because even going back now, I think if I rewatched, I'll be like, oh yeah, there. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I love, I love that. And I just loved the story. Um, I yeah. thought it was so well done. I thought it was so well acted and, and it really, that one really, that was one that I was kind of putting off watching for mm-hmm. a long time because I was like oh yeah I saw it I saw it and then when I finally watched it it's one of those quintessential dramas you, you say why did I wait so long to watch this yeah because it's so it's so amazing and I think everybody should watch it um like yeah. pretty much the goat goblin 
uh, that <laughs> has like expansive stories, these like love stories and these characters that break your heart and they gut you and they make you cry and it feels so good. And um, so, yeah, so that for me, that just, that knocked it out of the park. I, I don't, you know, in those last few episodes, I'm sure with everybody else, I cried so much that I did not think I'd be able to cry anymore. And then I did. <laughs> I loved that. Um, yeah. Move to heaven. Another one. Fantastic storytelling. Fantastic so characters. Um, I watched that all in one binge. Uh, I cried so much. It gave me a headache twice. That's <laughs> I was crying. Um, but yeah, I think there's, you know, they really have a way of kind of like just one scene that just really punches you in the gut that just makes you feel all the feels that you you thought oh, I can't feel anymore it's like giving me everything that that the you know that I could ever want and then it just like punches you in the gut and something and you're just like oh who wrote that they were a genius so <laughs> I, yes I I actually remember when I watched this because I I think I put I can't remember where it was I think it might have been the Patreon but I said I wanted a drama that would make me cry and I remember you specifically you you recommended Move to Heaven others did too um, in fact other people were like unless you, you don't watch it until you're ready you know that you're ready to cry like really ready to cry <laughs> and I was like yeah no no I wouldn't want to cry loads and I remember putting it on and I was just like oh my god they were right like I was just in pieces. Yeah. And the way that they can so deftly craft, like taking a character that's so unlikable in the beginning yes. and just yes. showing you the progression of his character and like going along on the ride with you as he finds out who he is and kind of yes. like just the, you learn the heartbreak that he went through and that, you know, just oh, everything. It just, everything. yeah, it kills yeah. me. Amazing. Um, yeah. Well, Grace only watched it recently, didn't you, Grace, actually? I, yeah, it was like a month ago or something. I loved it so much. And I yeah. hated, I hated that character. I mean, with um, uh, Jehun's character. I hated yeah. him that first episode. Yes. I was like, I can't watch this. I hate this guy. <laughs> but then, but then I was like, no, but no, then... no, I have to give it. <laughs> I mean, when I'm you like, get, when you get to the scene where he opens up the cabinet and all of the shoes are there. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. I was like, oh. I was so gutted. I was absolutely just gutted. And it was, I was like, I love this character so much. And I just want to oh hug my. him. And I just know. Yeah. Him and, yeah. You know. Oh, some bits. Yeah. And then I, because uh, I watched it quite early in my K-drama journey. So uh, I remember when Grace picked it up, I was like, oh, have you got to the really good cameo yet? And she's like, oh, no, who is it? And I was like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's like a really good cameo. <laughs> yeah, and, then, yeah. um, and then you got to yeah. it. Because I'd forgotten I that he was in it. I was forgotten that he was, I'm not going to say who it is, but I'd forgotten who it was. he was in it until I went and watched another show of him, which I watched this year. I went through his back catalogue and thought, he wasn't, he wasn't in Move to Heaven, was he? Yeah. And then I realised that I then I looked at some clips and I was like, oh God, he was. Okay, well, He's now so that mad. I can't remember who it is. You and, can well, up, and who is it? Is, when you said, have you gotten to the cameo? I was like, no, I haven't, but I actually had. But they didn't oh, right. show his face very clearly until yeah. like later on. On okay. to your <laughs> fourth one. So my fourth one, um, Love All Play. And yeah. this is, I've, I have tried to sell, I've told Sarah, she needs to watch this I one. do. Well, I'm now in love with Che Jung Hyuk. So it's happening. Yes. It is happening. Yes. yes. I love him. And it's not, I will, I'm not going to say it's like a, it is. I mean, I love it for me. I love it. It's a great drama for me. I love it. 
Um, but I will say it represents to me what I think, like a good rom-com, which those are so hard to find now in Western media because I feel like they don't think that's what Western audiences want anymore. Which is crazy don't. to me. It's yeah. crazy to me that they think that. You know, when, yeah. like, if you look at box office successes and that, look at, you know, oh, it just winds me up. It just yeah. winds me up. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the same way. I mean, like, you know, romance novels sell, like, these things sell, but I don't know you're catering to women. And so, yeah, like, want to make those kind of movies, which I think that Korean dramas do, and they can be smaller. And this yeah. is, in my opinion, one of those those dramas that is a smaller drama, but I found it delightful. I f- loved our leads. I thought it was a sweet story. He is the greenest of green flag heroes. He's just so like all in on our female heroine from the get go. And it's just like a lovely story to watch for 16 episodes. And that's what mm-hmm. I think that you can get from K dramas. These like nice sweet rom-coms like every once in a while they'll sh- do one that doesn't have a serial killer in it or <laughs> sometimes have a serial sometimes. killer yeah right. they just make like really kind of like lovely like sweet dramas and i i i'm a sucker i love yeah, that i, I want love to you know i, I want to watch that, that. Um, so Ch- yeah, so Che Jung Hope just to say he, I've just finished him in Castaway Diva. In fact, Erin and I have both finished Castaway Diva. So um, he was criminally underused in that drama, in my humble opinion. But he is my favorite thing from Castaway Diva. So yeah, yeah I came, I came out of that going, I want to watch more of his dramas. So yes. I will definitely watch Love or Play, and I will also watch Unlock My Boss, which I know Afternoon Delight Megan watched and liked. Which he's yeah, also that one's really cute too. I've seen I actually seen most of everything that he's been in. Um, mm. I think the first thing I saw him in was Sisyphus the Myth, which I don't think a lot of people have watched. No, I was going to say even you've you've watched even that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did watch it and I actually did like it. But he's in that playing a character that initially is not unlikable, but I think, or kind of maybe is a little shifty shady. But even then by the end of it he's like actually like just a really good kid and and so yeah I I, that's the first time I saw him and then I think I saw him in like hot stove league and I loved him in that and then I watched him in love all play and and unlock my boss and now in this and it's just like anything that he's in I will watch it I don't know yeah 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 I mean he may be you know playing variations on the theme but I don't care yeah yeah I am I got a green flag Yes, green flag. Yeah. He's just such a lovely character. So, and then my last thing, which I'm kind of going a little bit, it's a little bit of a wider genre, but um, not genre, but um, I like K varieties. Mm. I love a K variety because I think, you know, they really kind of the the actors in them are usually really game. You know, they kind uh-huh. of make a little put upon, but they're like so game for like the producers doing the most ridiculous things to them. And I find it really <laughs> lovely. I think the first one yeah. I looked was Backpacker Chef, which had, which had Anbo Yun in it, which they were making meals for like hundreds of people or small children or little old ladies and like going around, you know, <laughs> kind of making, there was a group of them, like five of them, like making food. And I was just like, I loved it. It's like so wholesome. They're oh. cooking, they're being sweet. Yeah. You know, it's just lovely. Um, like young actors. I've never heard of backpack, backpack. So backpacker chef. Sorry, backpacker I've never even heard chef. of it. Yeah, yeah. either. Yeah, it's it's really. I really really loved it. I looked forward to it. Like each week, it was like sixteen episodes. Um, but yeah, like other ones, like Young Actors Retreat, 
I love mm-hmm. that. I watched that this year. I love that I one. I loved too. it. You know, it had like again, so many people. We're gonna sit you in a chair and we're gonna dunk you in a pool. Like, okay, uh, that that <laughs> one was hilarious. Those Egyptians—they're so oh, scary, and they seem so like they seem happy to be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, actually, it, my fa- my favorite bit of that bit was just Jitaok just constantly looking confused like he just like <laughs> like the person next to him would get ejected and he'd be like oh what happened there <laughs> it's like he had no clue what was going on the entire game yeah, yeah. like park park gum just being like oh my god guys like what's going on like he's such he was so and, sweet yeah he's, there's also yeah. sweet and you know the challenges are hysterical and just kind of nonsensical we're gonna send you into a haunted house um, that one was funny as well. yeah, it's so, so cute because I think you kind of get to see like what really what you know what the, they really like yeah. yeah like yes. their real life and their real their personalities. personalities yeah so yeah. I really like that so I think that that's something like you know they've really tapped into and I and I, it's they're enjoyable they don't take you know you don't have to like it doesn't require a whole lot but they're still very entertaining so yeah I agree. I agree. Totally. that's a good category yeah I like that yeah yeah, and then we've also been adding uh, your ultimate K drama bias. Do you have an ultimate K drama bias? I mean, this was really hard. This is very hard. But, <laughs> uh, I I put the other person is in a category later, so I feel like I'm like giving both people that I really would pick um, yeah. some of my time, but um, on Bo Young, mm. I think. Mm. He, uh-huh. I mean, not only is he ladies like he's dreamy. We can all he is. think. <laughs> Go, go check out his barley pictures on his Instagram yeah, if you've oh. not, you know, had some Ambuchan love recently. Yeah. yeah. But I mean he's like again, he was one of the one of the people in Backpacker Shaft and I just loved him. Like his interactions with like the little old ladies or like little kids really uh, it like made my ovaries weep. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh. I definitely kind of love him and like, you know, he's terrible in Edawan class. Yeah. He, sad lonely boy and seeing you in my 19th life he just <laughs> you know I think he's kind of slowly um you know I, I think I think people are starting to see that maybe he's like more than just a pretty face mm. he can be like a really good actor and I he's one of those people that if he's going to be in it I'll watch it uh, mm. I will check it out and most of the time I'm like not disappointed like military prosecutor Doberman had him being funny and physical and you know just kind of snarky but maybe a little bit of an unlikable character and um and i loved it yeah so that's my bias great yeah i feel that um <laughs> so since this is our year end review we thought it'd be fun to chat through 2023 as a drama year for for you as a whole um has it been a good year a bad year or kind of in between for you um did you watch a lot of um like currently airing 2023 dramas or mainly pre-2023 ones I think at this point in my k-drama watching because what so it's been you know almost four years I have you know I keep a list it's like taking up past 200 dramas so I think at this in the beginning it was a lot of diving into that bad category of like watching what are the classics that everybody has watched? I need to watch those. You know, the ones that, the 25K dramas that you must watch. Okay, I will watch those. So it's been a lot, in the beginning, I think it was a lot of that. Um, and now it's, I do do a lot of daily watching because I, I like it 
I think at this point for me, um, trying to go through the ones that are still on my to be to be watched list, it's kind of hard for me to decide like what do I want to you know commit sixteen episodes to, whereas opposed to a daily watch, that I the guesswork is taken out of it for me. This is you know I. I will say I like to be like in the know when people I don't want to have FOMO and I like it to be able to talk about people, you know, with people like what's going on and like, oh my God, did you see what happened in this episode? So I like that aspect of it. But I also like that, you know, it kind of like, oh, what am I going to watch tonight? Well, it's Monday and Tuesday, so I'm going to watch this or it's, you know, Saturday and Sunday. So all these dramas. So it kind of makes it easy to be like, I, I don't have to, I don't have to be like, I mean, I mean, do I? Should, should I start Mr. Sunshine? You know, I, that's 20 episodes and I know I'm going to be like heartbroken. So am I up for that? No, I'm not ready yet. So <laughs> there are definitely ones. Um, no, I was, I was just saying, have you not seen Mr. Sunshine yet? No, or are I, you just, <laughs> I want to watch it. I do. I really <laughs> want to watch it, but it's like, it's almost like uncontrollably be fun. I know I'm going to be like ripped apart from it. And I know you, it's not yeah, going to end well. well. Yeah, and well, yeah, yeah. I have to psych myself up to it for it. I'm like, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So, so true. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's on my list, but again, it's like it's 20 episodes, and I'm gonna have to commit to something that's gonna like. I mean, because right. spoilers don't bother me, so no. I mean, I already know how Mr. Sunshine ends. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to commit. I would have that would be something I'd have to like really commit myself to watching, and I and I know it's yeah. gonna be fantastic. Um, I did that, I think this year with hospital playlist, I'm like, that's two seasons and it's a lot of episodes. And those, that's episodes, a lot. Yeah. those episodes are long. They are. Yeah. <laughs> they it's, are. Not, it's not, it's not a small commitment hospital playlist now. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I, I did do like, I did that one this year. Cause I was like, I need to watch hospital playlist. Everybody watches mm-hmm. it. They all say how fantastic it is. Like the news, yeah. like, you know? So I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to like really, you know, so I committed myself to watching the two seasons. Um, so, I mean, there are days, you know, in between my weekly watches where I'm like, okay, I can fit something in. Um, I'm the only one in my house. So the only one who controls the TV is me. Nice. I yeah. do not have any competition nice. for anybody. So I just, it's, uh, <laughs> what do I want to watch today? Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have dramas like that. That should be like a question. Like the 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 drama that everybody else has seen, but you have not get got round to. Like yeah. mine is probably like the really old school toxic drama so I have not watched the I've not watched airs <laughs> and I've, not yet, I've not watched any version of boys over flowers, boys over flowers. <laughs> I think I watched ha- half an hour of boys over flowers and I was like mm, not for me not yeah. for me hair Lehman Ho I can't get past it I will, I will admit I'm a little petty when it comes to like hairdos that sometimes <laughs> you're like I can't watch this no. Yeah. Well, because there's there's also like the Thailand ver- the Thai version's meant to be like a like a they've they've tried to take some of the problematic stuff out. Um so that's like F4. And then Meteor Garden has Dylan Wong in it. But anyway, I will one day, yeah. I think, just to know what everyone's talking about. Like I feel like I need to go through that journey, but I just keep putting it off because like right. the hair and like the toxicity and anyway. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean there yeah, and there's really hard of there's some dramas yeah. that I don't feel like, I mean, people have talked about it and they like it, but I'm like, I don't feel like I'm missing out on that. So I'm good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And like you were saying, Erin, you know, it's really hard already to commit yourself to that 16 episodes, you know, when you know it's a good drama. But yes. when you know that it's, there's all kinds of issues with it, like, <laughs> yeah. how do you then commit yourself? Yeah, I know, right. You know, 16 hours, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, I fun. love Lou Bin, but I don't know that I want to watch him die and uncontrollably fun. <laughs> yeah, that one I feel like. I feel like Amy took one for the team on that one. I'm yeah. okay. Every time yeah. she talks about it, I'm just like, no, I'm okay. I think yeah. I'm all right. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, and who for you then was the standout performance of 2023? And it can be a male or female lead or even a side character. It's just, and it doesn't have to come from a drama that you loved. It was just like the, that character was, was killer for you. Okay. I think this is, he's going to be on everybody's list. When I say yeah. he, I don't think anybody is going to be surprised by who I say, <laughs> but Nong Kong Min in My Dearest. Yes. Um, I have watched him in a lot of other dramas. Um, I think in this one, he, I mean, we all agree. He knocked it out of the park. He yeah, was absolutely. acting from his eyelashes to his <laughs> knee. <laughs> he was giving me so much in the smallest of looks that... And that man, that man can sell a line. Like he can sell dialogue with just his nuances and his pauses and his, just the tone of his voice. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. And I, and I do think like, I, you know, I've watched him in like hot stove league and $1 lawyer and the veil, which I think kind of all of those things kind of coalesced in this one, you know, mm. the physicality, his just nuances, his, like he was funny yeah, he's a good mm -hmm. comic actor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's got, like, yeah. good comedic timing, but also, like, super swoony and dreamy and just can deliver a line and just, like, the longing that he just, uh -huh. is, just in, imbues those those words with, I yeah. think. Yes. I was like, yeah, I've been hard-pressed to find somebody who could do it better than him mm. in that role. It was, it was fun. Grace, have you got, have you, where are you to, with Mr. My Dearest? Have you got to the end yet? I finished last night. You did? Night. Oh, last <laughs> night! I was like, this is important. I need to finish. <laughs> well, congratulations. Yeah. 21 episodes yeah. is not a short Amazing. thing. Amazing. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, with, with him, I think he, like he so first of all like this is my first ever Nong Gong Ming drama and um I find him really similar looking to Jung Kyung Ho um who was in Prison Playbook and Hospital Playlist mm. um so I think for the first couple of episodes I was like oh he reminds me too much of Jung Kyung Ho I can't kind of get the two actors kind of like oh really my head. Mm. yeah so I had that going and then I was a bit like I don't really get why they cast this guy in this this you know like the first two episodes aren't really like the rest of the drama so right, I remember right. like watching the first two episodes thinking like when do we get to the epic thing and is he really <laughs> seriously the male lead that's gonna make me you know so that's where I started with him and obviously you know by the end of part one and I watched it live I think similar to you Erin so by the you know we had that gap between part one and part two yeah. and I remember ending like part one thinking like I just want to die for this guy like he's <laughs> like he's sailing off and he's dropped the shoe and then I'm just like oh and I was in pieces and I was like oh my god this guy's amazing I know why don't you just go to him you're parents your dad will be fine without you just go spoiler wow. alert spoiler alert <laughs> i think the drama did a really good job i mean i had i had some other issues like with the storytelling but like 
with his character and kind of their central storyline i don't mm-hmm. think i think i think there was i honestly feel like there was one person writing responsible for the writing and the dialogue of those two characters and their storyline um because i feel like their voice was so crystallized in like how they wanted to tell their story um yes. they did a fantastic job i thought they lost the thread on some of the other pieces yes <laughs> that's for a different conversation but like i i really do think that they created like a very those are iconic those two characters are iconic yes you know his portrayal of that character is iconic and i think you know you can look at it if you watch that drama 10 years from now it'll still hold up oh yeah for yeah, sure so. yeah it is a classic it will lord yeah it will be one of those ones of like you have to watch this i think yeah. it has become that on the patreon it kind of grew on the patreon i think um yeah because i don't think many people are anticipating it so i I definitely know that i was and then uh susa was as well because she really loves her historic uh, historical epics but i kind of assumed that not many people not many other people would be and then i think it just built up steam and then yeah mm-hmm. and then i think we're at the yeah. point where everybody who hasn't yet watched it is now like yeah yeah i gotta watch it now i've got yeah. Watch it now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. even even megan watched it and she never watches a historical so <laughs> yeah. yeah they're not they're not I will say historicals are not usually my jam, um, yeah. but I do think, you know, the, his character kind of, you could plop that character anywhere and I, it's still going to have the resonance. Yeah. Uh, because his acting mm. was so just so mind blowing. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so uh, what was an underrated drama for you in 2023? Um, that for me would be divorce attorney Shin. I, yes, I loved that drama. I thought it was very sweet. It's a, you know, story about an attorney and his two friends, which funnily enough, I went to go look the same writer that wrote that also wrote 39, which I think Sarah, you watched, which I don't know if remember. I I dropped it. I, I did. I dropped it. I did not like it. I will say like the three there's three male friends in it that have been friends for like a really long time. And quite honestly, they're, they're written as a woman read white female characters. Mm. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why I really liked it. It's also kind of, he's like a divorce attorney that's kind of dealing with his sister has died and he has a nephew that he's trying to like, who's he's trying to stay in his life. And then it's kind of a little bit of a story of the week of like, different um people that he's representing because he's an attorney like a divorce attorney and kind of like you know lending his voice or giving power to like to women to try to get themselves out of like you know bad situations or you know people that are trying to so I really really liked it about it it was 12 episodes um I found that again the the male friendships like very so sweet and kind of not more like women friendships because they hugged and they, you know, were there for each other. Like that. I think that we kind of would equate to how women's friendships are. So I really liked that about it. I thought it was very sweet. It was like wholesome and, you know, I really liked it. I gave it a 10 out of 10. So yeah, I did. I mean, I did look at it because I think the cast was, I mean, I like Kim Sung-kyun who uh, has been in the reply 88 theories and was recently in dp dp2 and yeah. also jong moon song who um has a really great bromance with jong kung ho in hospital playlist yes. like he plays his assistant doctor and like i saw them and i thought oh this looks fun you know um but then 
I think I got a bit over law dramas last year. I think it was a lot of attorney dramas last year. So I felt like I needed a bit of a, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's maybe like why maybe it kind of fell off. It was uh, 12 episodes and in let, and it wasn't super flashy, but yeah. you know, it's was kind of a nice, uh, again, like a uh, character study on who this person was and like really trying to stay in his nephew's life um, and, and kind of be a presence for him. And I, I really liked it. I thought it was a very, you know, kind of sweet story. Cool. Right. So then we're going to go on to the ultimate. What was the 2023 drama for you uh, and why? So for me, it was going back to, I think, mid of the year, uh, Call It Love. Oh, I loved Call It Love. And I know Sarah, Sarah was watching at the same time as I was. And I was totally engrossed in that drama. It would Mm -hmm. drop at 12 o'clock at night and I would stay up to watch both episodes every Wednesday till three o'clock in the morning. That's how I in watching this drama. I loved these characters. I loved their growth. I loved their just the sadness and just kind of the, the, I loved everything about that drama. I loved it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Did I say I loved it? (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so actually in in part one we had katie and um i kind of know katie's taste a little bit so i was like i really think you'll love call it love you really 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 have to watch it and in between recording that and recording this she has now finished call it love and loved it like absolutely loved it and yeah. you know it's like such a nice feeling isn't it when you when you like badger someone to watch a drama yeah. and then they're like finally succumb and then they go and watch yes. it and then they love it and you're like yes yes, yes I, do. <laughs> I don't really feeling. think that there's anything i know leah was like didn't know if she had finished it or not. I know, right. I know, right. <laughs> no, I think, I think I was less shocked when she finally realized she'd only got to episode five and had dropped out a bit. Like I got that, but I was like, I think she said she originally thought she'd almost finished. No, she originally thought she'd finished it. Then she thought she'd got to like nearly the end. And I'm like, how can you get to nearly the end and still not want to? <laughs> carry on like I don't get it like I kind of slightly get the dropping out of five a little bit more but anyway let's hope she gets back into it but um yeah what a great drama yeah it's yeah they're those two kind of this the portrayal of like sadness and the conflict of like her character and kind of what she sets out to do in beginning and she wants to be this really hard tough person and she's really not she's you know lonely and she's sad and she recognizes in him that he's lonely and he's sad and these two people really like help each other um and just kind of see each other for like their experiences and who they are and kind of can can just really identify see themselves between them and they know that they can you know they maybe not know that they can help each other but i think they they recognize their loneliness in each other and and it's really like it's really beautiful so mm. uh, i mean uh, curiosity what would you um say is a, a good comp for call it love because the way that you're describing it um makes me kind of feel like it's like a sa- similar vibe to like my liberation notes i think there's yeah. a I think there's a sense maybe in some of the characters, but I don't think, I want to say maybe a little bit my dearest. There is that uh-huh. kind of like this strong character who's like, I, she's not so much actively working against him as she is in, in, in call it love. She's kind of actively thinks that she's going to be this person who's going to, you know, I'm going to, I, 
I think he did me wrong and I'm going to be like, I'm going to play dirty pool and I'm going to get him and he's not going to uh, read it. Okay. And he, but then she, you know, ultimately she's actually such a good person that she realizes no matter what amount of revenge I might want for what his family has done to me, I can't uh -huh. do that to this person because he, he is a good person, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. the good person I and a lonely person. So, I think it, yeah. in that way, it's actually more my mister than my liberation notes, mm -hmm. um, you know, in a similar way to like, you know, obviously she starts wire tapping and, and stuff in my mister. Right, um, right. So there's, it's more probably that. So I kind of like think of it a little bit as a, it's, it's not quite as heavy as my mister. It doesn't have such tragic okay. kind of backstories, but it's my mister with, with a romance, I guess. And I haven't watched oh, my mister okay. yet. And that's what I need to watch. So. Oh yeah, you should, yeah. but that, but that definitely, <laughs> That is definitely be in the right mood for yes. watching. Yes. Yeah, because that is, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be interested to hear your views when you finally get around to it. I mean, I think I would like it. I did like my liberation notes, you know, um, and just kind of the the slow pace of it, which mm. that was another one last year that I was really like, you know, as soon as it dropped, I was watching those episodes because I was mm -hmm. like so invested in those characters. So um, yeah, I think that's, you know, like K-dramas can really, 16, I mean, it's 16 episodes and they build such rich characters that yeah that that you don't kind of find i think um other in other places so cool thanks we're asking our guests to create their own drama award and this can be serious or silly or whatever kind of award um uh that you want to give to a drama or an actor um have you have you come up with an award that you yes want to I give do, and the award is called Genin and Drama Stat Award. <laughs> so the Genin the Drama Stat Award goes to Kim Seho. Oh yeah, because um, we need him. Yes, back. we do need him back. And just... I actually watched him. I did watch his movie, The Chide, that he was in this year. Mm. Uh, mm. Which the movie is not the movie's not great. I mean, I would reckon I would say watch it only because his character in it is so like he does i think he's you know starting out with i i watched some of his older dramas um i know i'm waffling yeah. a little bit i started out some of his older dramas and i was like uh but i originally saw him in startup and it knows how i feel about <laughs> yeah good boy in good startup. boy yeah yeah yeah. my favorite character of any drama i've ever watched i <laughs> love that character yeah and He's so fantastic in it. And then I loved him in Hometown Cha 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 because, you know, he can do when that man cries, I believe it 100%. Yeah. He's so good at it. And I think he really good. I mean, maybe from his like theater training of really like channeling emotions, uh, where I think mm. sometimes it feels a little like those are water tears. Those aren't real tears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> feels it. And so in The Chide, his character is actually not good he's kind of a very problematic like gray anti-hero but he he's like yeah. and he is in on like he's kind of very devious and i'm like this is not an aspect this is not a character you know something that i've seen him play before and he's doing like a real he did a really great job i thought he was all, all like favoritism aside i thought he was the best part of the movie mm. uh, yeah, and yeah i could really see him you know i think going from startup going from then going to hometown cha-cha-cha and then kind of having the you know a little bit of a break now that he's having um I think he, yeah. his moment 
like he needs this moment in a drama and like really given the chance to kind of show like where his acting chops are at because I think he's a phenomenal actor so get in a drama stat because <laughs> Hometown like Chapacha was the last last uh, drama that Kim Sun Ho drama drama yeah. yeah that's it's yeah. been a while yeah yeah so I mean there was a bit of a you know brouhaha at near the end of right. that I think has derailed his momentum because I think his momentum was really like it was yeah absolutely. Yeah. He was everywhere. His he was had so many merchandising deals because uh, I got really obsessed with him after hometown cha cha cha. So I was like following him and his t- the tag like Kim Sun Ho tag on 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 my Insta. Yeah. Um. So it was really sad to see kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I think in the drama. Yeah, I think I think he's you know he's getting his moment back. I think they're trying. I mean, I follow him on Insta, and they do a lot of pics. Like you know, there's a lot of photo shoots that he's in, and I I think they're trying to slowly build him back up and that's there but yeah i just want i want to see him on my eyeballs <laughs> yes i'm with you yeah i want to manifest so yeah because we want to manifest that but then also we have a final question for you what are you manifesting for 2024 drama wise so i was thinking about this and i was thinking about like dramas that i really like love like kind of going even going through on my you know top five um like goblin and prison playbook and um just like other fantastic ones and i really would like to see that we have you know we have really great women writers and they really speak yes. to women when they write but i would like to see that like turned on into giving like women actual roles like that so i thought about it like it would be really interesting to see something like goblin where the roles were switched or something like mm. you you get these like dramas like Hotel de Luna where it's a you know kind of woman central character and it's you know she's a very strong character but I don't think we have enough of that mm-hmm. so I would really yeah. like to invest like I would really like to manifest kind of like more dramas where it's you know like the the female character gets to be the badass and like, and not just in the, like, I'm going to fight and like kill and like do like that. Like if we took those dramas that are like, you know, that you really think of that are iconic. And then what would it be like if you cast a female in the male role and Mm. you know, who would we cast and like, what would that look like? So that's what I would like to manifest because yeah, I think that there are we have there are a lot of amazing actresses out there. Um mm-hmm. and I think that they obviously they definitely have the chops to like really, you know, kind of be be action heroes but also, you know, carry these emotional stories and be funny. Um, you know, so I would really really like to see that. Yeah, that sounds great. Right. Yes, let's manifest that with you. So, um and we're gonna now move on to grace so grace is going to do her set of answers to all of these questions which is going to be fun because i haven't really talked to you about your jobs this year (laughs) i mean it's it's partly because i haven't really been watching 2023 dramas um because i'm not a uh watch them while they drop 
kind of person. Although, I mean, mm. Aaron's Aaron's explanation about like, hey, it's like less pressure. It's just, you know, this is what I'm doing on Monday and Tuesday night. That really appealed to me. So maybe I'll um, try it out next year. Because it, it used to be that I would binge, binge, binge. But I've really slowed down. Yeah. I'd really, I've really slowed down on my drama watching. So actually, it might um, really uh, fit into this new mode I'm in better. Um, uh, so 2020 was a good drama year for me, but um, I mostly didn't watch <laughs> 2023 dramas. So, um, I mean, like less than a quarter of the dramas I watched uh, were were this year dramas. Um, so I am not usually good at making lists and taking notes, but this year for, for the very first time, I made a spreadsheet. Um, so I know that <laughs> <laughs> my Asian content watching consisted of 26 dramas, five reality and variety shows, and one movie. So it wasn't that much. Like, I really, I feel like I really slowed down this year. Um, there weren't as many, like, binge through the night over and over and over um, nights. And it might just be I'm getting tired. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I, like, my body can't take it anymore. Um, can't pull the late nights yeah, and exactly, stuff you mean. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, yeah, I only watched eight, eight 2023 dramas. <laughs> But they that's were, okay. They were like you good. say, you say that like you you say that like it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's people listening who are similar to you. Like, I think me and Aaron are at one side of the K drama kind of watching scale. Um, and you maybe represent like the more average kind of K drama. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. So, um, like, at least half of them were good, and half of them were like. So it was an average kind of year for me. It was, I mean, it was good because I actually caught up on a lot of previous years, like really highly recommended dramas. So overall, yeah, yeah. the drama watching was great for me this year. <laughs> but so let's start with your standout performance of the year. Um, my standout performance of the year uh, changed. <laughs> uh, between <laughs> when we last recorded with Katie and now because as I mentioned before I watched my dearest uh, since then and I finished last night and um, yeah so I I mean I'm just coming off the high of Nang, Nam Kung Min as Yi Chang Hyun and um, so yeah, I mean he uh, he is the standout performance of the year, but I also think he and An Eun Jin uh, as Kirche like just played off of each other so perfectly. So they 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 I mean I think they get the award together, you know, um, because I yeah. I really do think that like their chemistry and the way you know their repartee, you know. Um, yeah. It was the the flirtiness, the um, the push and pull of it. Um, in Korean, that's called miltang. So mil is push and tang is like pull. And so they had such good push and pull, you know. And so um, yeah, so Nam uh, Min, which I, I'm going to stop and just say um, I was so confused by his Wikipedia entry because uh, the way that his name is spelled and then I realized he is among like a, a you know minority of Koreans who have a two-syllable surname 
I've only met one person with a two-syllable surname in my life, like a, a, another Korean American. But yeah, I, yeah, I was confused by him until I, <laughs> I, I realized, oh, yeah, the Namgung is his last, his surname, and Min is his given is name. Given yeah, name. yeah. Ah, I was like, what? Is yeah, we have similar in right. Yeah, okay, right. So I always wondered why, because I thought he was spelling it Western style. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but then I went and, and realized, yeah, because we have similar in Chinese. Like we don't have many two syllable surnames. There are some, um, and similar to you, I've only ever met one <laughs> person in real life yeah, that had two, two syllable surname. Um, but yeah, so oh, yeah. okay, so he's one of them. Yeah, yeah, That's cool. Namgun mean. Um, yes, I, I agree with Aaron. Um, he, he, like, eyelashes to kneecaps. Absolutely. <laughs> he, act, <laughs> he acted his ass off. And, um, like, I was kind of really shocked when he had his, like, um, when he took off his, his hanbok, like, later yeah. on. Because I didn't realize yeah. all that was underneath there either. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. he, ha yeah. He he had everything going on. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you think that's impressive, watch him in the veil where he plays kind of like a NIS agent. And oh, oh really? Oh. I, I mean, I would hazard to say that it's almost a little like too much, but like he's. Right. I mean, he, really right. he really bulked up for that one. Um, uh -huh. yeah. I, was, I was watching when that was airing, and it was yeah, he was kind of very um, his 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 physique had a lot of presence, like it kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, like lent itself to that character, right? Right. Well, I, I did think because I was watching. I'm because I we've talked about this in my intro pub, but you know, I spent my childhood watching martial arts, um, Chinese dramas. That's kind of what I was brought up on, and so I could see from his sword fights uh -huh. and his fight scenes that they were his fight scenes. There were not many doubles, uh -huh. and so you could see from his movement, and he's actually got quite balletic way of yes. moving that's quite distinctive uh -huh. I think so I think when I was watching I could tell that he he's evidently incredibly fit and he spent a lot of time working on those scenes yeah. yes. um because they're really fluid they are. um so yeah they're when beautiful. when when you saw his physique yeah they are so when you see his physique you're like yeah yeah this no, is no, why no, you so beautiful. I, I was surprised at first and then I was like oh okay wait of course because you can't pull off those action scenes um, yeah, without yeah. being that fit so yeah yeah <laughs> anyway but you know um my my runner my runners up are um Che uh, Hyunuk um as Ichan and uh Shin Eunsoo as Chonga Chonga in um Twinkling Watermelon cuz they were just really sweet but you know i mean i have to give credit where credit is due so <laughs> yeah so they they were who you were going to choose they before were, you watched my dearest. And <laughs> they got unseated. <laughs> they got unseated. <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be hard pressed to. I mean, he really, I, yeah, he knocked it out of the park with that one. I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I loved a lot of performances yeah. by a lot of other people's, but kind of just the technique the technicality of his acting, the, mm -hmm. the physicality of his acting. Um, yes. I, it was very like very well rounded. Like he brought a lot to that role, and I think it required a yeah. lot of him. And he just, I think so, you yeah. know, just knocked it out of the park in every aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I actually think I got to the end. I was like, I don't think there's many actors that could have done this role actually. Mm -hmm. And we have amazing K drama yeah. actors. Yeah, but it just required so much, so much of him. Yeah. Um. 
Right. Um, so what's been your underrated drama? And um, you can actually pick a non-2023 drama if you want to. Oh, okay. 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 Um, you know what? Um, so my under... Maybe this is not an underrated drama, though, because I think back in 2021, it got a lot of buzz. Racket right. Boys. I really, ah. love Racket Boys. I really, I really loved Racket Boys. I, I watched it kind of in the spring of this year. And I just, I mean, it's that, you know, that kind of slice of life uh, plus, you know, kids who are athletes. Um. Uh, so, so part of it kind of reminded me a little of um, uh, twenty five, twenty one, in in that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like that coming of age, but also slice of life and um, kind of family stuff and community stuff, um, all woven in. Um, and so, I I really enjoyed that one. Um, and and they like they deal with um, some serious issues, but mostly it's like kids. Like um, I, I think you know when we talked to Jess from Quebec, um, she was talking about youth dramas. I think this would slot right into one of those youth yeah. dramas. Um, like and I I don't know. It's just like it's like I I also love that genre and, and like kind of the purity of like. Um, how like how these young people are growing up and dealing with the challenges of their everyday life and you know and and for these kids who are seriously into athletics you know those challenges also um but yeah uh Che Hyunuk is also in that one as as a as a um uh one of the supporting actors, but um, the lead is—he's one of the duck, the Chloe Ducklings as well. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. He is. Um, yep, yeah, the youngest. Duckling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's um, oh, Tang Jun Sang. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's really, really good in it too. So. Yeah. I really like that one. I think I, one of the things that I really liked about Racket Boys—it's very sweet. It's very wholesome. These boys are. The boys in it and the girl in the like, you know, the the female yeah, yeah. are so sweet. And it's kind of it's nice because it's not, you know, a lot of the times when we're watching a K drama with like, you know, kind of school settings, there's so much mm-hmm. bullying. And oh yeah. Very hard to watch that, you know, it's yes. nice to kind of have a a school age drama where the kids are just sweet and you know, the storylines are sweet and wholesome and um, and I they're think supporting that... each other and building each other up. And yeah. 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 I loved that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will. Um, That is on my list uh, to watch at some point. <laughs> uh, I do think I will. I do think I will enjoy it. Definitely. Yeah. When I'm in the right mood. Yeah. But also, you know, because I loved Twinkling Watermelon so much, um, uh, that's my underrated. <laughs> Even though I know that it's not <laughs> underrated. It's like. It's it, but it's on Vicky only, so not a lot of people. I mean, same with my dearest, but like, um, not everyone has access to it. So I'm like, yeah. all you people out there, <laughs> go. My dearest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watermelon. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've tried to, I've tried, I've tried to sell Megan on it. I really think she'd love Twinkling Watermelon. Um, but I think Leah's planning to watch it at some point too, as well. So hopefully, yeah. if um. 
they get around to do I, it and they can do a deep dive yeah on. i would recommend we can just kind of like just as a we can cut this one out but like if you liked rayoon and that watch he it's not on vicky i did have to download and watch it but he's in one called adult trainee and it's ah. kind of three different stories um kind of set in the same school he's in the the there's two stories then there's three then there's two he's in the, the middle three and that's the first thing i saw him in mm. and i really it's cute he's like the boy next door to the girl and she's trying to like make her ex-boyfriend jealous so she kind of like says uh, say that we're dating you know say uh, that we're going out and stuff like that yeah, kind of, yeah. like, doesn't want to but you know it's and they're really he's really cute in it and um just like really adorable but kind of like also the cool guy which i don't think necessarily if you just watched, I mean, I the 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 two kind of the first episode and the last episodes are their kind of storylines. They're cute, they're fine, but I yeah. really like when I watched him in that because I think I saw a clip first on Instagram. You know, like where those ones that kind of, and I was like, wait, what is this? Like he's like <laughs> swimming in the pool, and the girls like having, you know, just kind of like thinking that he's like a lion coming out of a, you know, or whatever. It was. <laughs> You know, it, it's super cute and it's super sweet, and they are adorable. So, okay. I think I remember you talking about this in a Patreon Zoom. So, yeah, I've I've added it to my plan to watch on the My Drama List. <laughs> if account, I could send so it to you, efficient. I would. Cute. And they're like they're they're like hour long episodes. If, I don't even know if they may be forty five minutes to an hour. You could watch the three of them, but in, yeah. in one sitting, and it's yeah. Oh, cool um right so we're on to then drum roll your 2023 drama of the year grace okay so i mean this is really hard uh because it of course it has to be my dearest like um it really um i mean i i i've watched it like I I neglected things that I needed to do and I watched it because it was that like that good <laughs> and I lost a lot of sleep and all of that because it was that good. Um like you said it's epic and it's beautiful and I thought it was well paced. I didn't have as many I I don't know what Aaron's issues with with the other part of it is, but um I didn't really have any issues with it at all. <laughs> and um you know all the feels um, so I think, yes, I think my dearest has to be the drama of the year, but I also don't think my dearest is a drama I will return to, um, very much unless it's to do an episode for the, the pod and how very, very, very confusion it all was. So I, I'm not sure how much I'll go back and revisit um, my dearest but I do think I will I mean uh, the twinkling watermelon um, like gives me the kind of like joy <laughs> and like comfort that go back couple does you know so I think it will be a um, go back from time to time and rewatch it just to spend time with Ichan and Ngyod and uh, Chunga and you know it, the the whole crew in you know 1990s Korea with all the nostalgia and stuff because you know that's my that's my favorite genre it's like second chance plus time travel or nostalgia <laughs> it's like that's like all my top <laughs> I think all my that's top. your jam yeah that's my jam so yeah. 
Um, and then did you create a special award for yourself? Oh, actually, sorry, we were going to do your drama, uh, your non-2023 drama of the year. Oh, my non-2023 drama of the year. Um, except that we were like talking the whole time, so I didn't think about it. But I do think, <laughs> but I do think that my non-2023 um, drama of the year has got to be um, Move to Heaven. Because, um, so it was between Move to Heaven and Our Blues. Um, and like, I loved, I loved both of those. And I, and they're both, I mean, they're both not 2023, but I watched them um, this year. And the reason I, I'm picking Move to Heaven is because of that, um, that, that transformation, that journey um because because um our blues is you know a bunch of vignettes um you don't get one person's like continuous journey quite as much as with move to heaven and e jaehoon's character um and i just loved i just loved that whole step by step and the little reveals every episode um, cause even though, though those episodes were also vignettes, like they stayed with his character and his whole character arc, the whole drama. And I, I really love that. Yeah. Yes. Great yeah. choice. So, uh, your special award that you've created for yes, the year? Yes. And mine's not silly. Mine is <laughs> very sincere. <laughs> Minus for <laughs> the actor who embodied the spirit and title of a show completely, and that is Che Hyunuk as Hai Chan, because um, I really feel like he sparkled in that role. He like sparkled like the memory of youth. <laughs> I'm so like corny, but I really think that's how he was in that drama. <laughs> he was. He was. He is such a charming actor yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. and I think I think he made you know some of the cheesier scenes like work because he was just so so charming yeah and earnest um, and like I don't know earnest, there's just yeah. something so pure about him so yeah yes. yeah I completely agree yeah and he's still so young I know he's still so got so many dramas yeah, so much time so for more dramas I think he really he's already like... so good <laughs> He's yeah. already so good. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was great in um, Racket Boys. And then when he was in 2521, I adored mm-hmm. the character. I oh, love him. 2521. Yeah. yeah. So good in it. And then you need to, I mean, if you love him, it, it's a tough drama. We were trying, I think Gavin and I are probably, are both trying to get Sarah to watch Wait Hero Class because he is so good in it. His oh. acting is. Uh, and that drama it's a uh, six episodes i did watch it in one night i think if you <laughs> yourself you can watch it in one night but yeah two nights definitely but it's it's a it's a it's a heavy drama but he is yeah so good at it and i'm like if he is this good at 21 seriously he's gonna yeah he's he's charming he can be charming he can be serious he can be like just just heartbreaking uh uh-huh. he's, he's got the absolutely. range absolutely yeah. Oh my goodness, he does. He, does. he really yeah. does. He's, he's yeah. so good. And he can sing. Yes. Can yeah. he? Was that yes. his voice really? Yeah, yeah, he sings. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sang he sang in 2521. Can't they all sing? 
Yeah, they I all guess sing. That's yeah, right. exactly. I guess they pa, do. Pa, all... pa Kumpin sings. <laughs> that's true. They all do sing. It's yeah. amazing. They do all sing. But no, that that's him. That is. That yeah, is I him. had forgotten yeah. that he like, was actually twenty five, twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm. Right, and so the last question for you: What are you manifesting for twenty twenty four? So, what I'm manifesting for twenty twenty four is more second chance nostalgia drama. <laughs> <laughs> They are my more happy- jam for Grace. More jam for I know. Grace. They are my happy place. I can't help it. Like, because I I watched you know I I watched Twinkling Watermelon um on your recommendation, but I also you know watched Eighteen again on your recommendation, and that was also very much my jam. And you know these are highlights. <laughs> these are highlights of my of my drama watching life. So. I'm gonna be um I, I'm gonna be unimaginative and just ask for more of what I love. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nothing. It's nothing wrong with knowing what you love. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Maybe you should add. Uh, I know Aaron's watched this too this year, but maybe you should add my perfect stranger to your. It's not as warm, mm-hmm. but it's it's time travel nostalgia. Yeah. Second chance. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like Fam- family. I think, okay. Yeah. But yeah. murder. But murder. A murder, murder also. Yeah. 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 But um, I I also thought like a time called you is maybe the nostalgia second chance. Anyway, yes, I will put that on my list. I the thing I liked you, both you, about you liked it, right? Yeah, I did. I the thing I mean, uh, there were some holes in the ending of a time called you, but um, I mean yes. my perfect stranger rather. <laughs> um, but the thing I liked about the interesting question that I think was interesting about twinkling watermelon and my perfect stranger was that like and maybe i need to watch 18 again i have it i have it to watch and i i need to get oh uh, yeah i think you'll really love yeah. it erin it's so it's good that kind, yeah. of, kind of conversation and i asked a friend about this do you think that you would be friends with your parents when they were young like i think it's this interesting look about like we don't we don't see our parents like mm-hmm. kind of people as individuals and kind of the things that they went through and th- what their right. experiences were. And I think that Twinkling yeah. Watermelon was an interesting look. And the same with My Perfect Stranger was an interesting look of like, they had these perceptions of who their parents were as people. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You see how they were and kind of the, like the personalities and the life that they had when they were younger. It, it like, sh- you know, it was a lens that in kind of, really showed these characters like oh they they weren't they were happy or they were they were like these bubbly sweet you know kind of mm-hmm. and it, so I think I think it was an interesting question of like you know would you have been friends with your parents you know would they have been somebody that you would have confided in and and you could see being like as your best friend and like as opposed to like who they are as your parent uh, yeah. <laughs> right I think it's a, a it's an interesting question I like I like that those were the, that was a topic that both those dramas explored mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 so i um i haven't watched the time before you because i watched the Taiwanese original and i'm one of the few people that seemingly didn't like it so mm. uh the korean one is a word for word literal remake oh, so i remember really? just like yeah, I started the first episode and I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I didn't like it the first time around. I don't like it more, like, in Korean. So oh. <laughs> I'll just out and out. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, okay. think, I, well. I think I got, like, three or four episodes in and then my my sister kind of by, bypassed it and finished it and then kind of told me. And I was like, 
Did she like it? Did your sister like she it? She thought it was she I think she liked it, but she thought it was very, very confusing. It is very confusing. Mm. But then also, Grace, you you like Amy is your your go-to host and she it's in her top five yeah which for me is unfathomable (laughs) but like she she's not my go-to apparently Megan is like I realized Megan yeah yeah. I mean I don't know because I well for for that for that genre I think that Amy and I really um we like we really agree but then again I like like dramas that all of them like so i'm I, i'm not sure but yes yes um i think she and i both are really second chance you know um time travel <laughs> type of type yeah. of people so um yeah. i'm gonna try well, they're saying that saying that megan yeah Meg, well you definitely should try it out just so that you know which way you land right right megan loved it megan loved it as well mm-hmm. like i said I, I think most people really really love it mm-hmm. um but I just just could not. I spent the entire drama going like, when do I love this? When do I? Uh, when does this yeah. Does and this you know what? When it hits for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. And you know, um, I have noticed this, this um, like slowly uh, after talking to a lot of people about, you know, certain dramas they like or dislike um, and like nitpicks they have. I think I'm uh, pretty forgiving about confusing things i'm just like gloss that right over rewrite it in my head move on because i like this drama and where it's going as a whole um yeah yeah, so like that's why i feel like you know i can be like super on board with alchemy of souls i'm like it didn't it didn't confuse me at all what are you talking about (laughs) you know no problems with alchemy of souls there's you know i get nitpicky with um like I mean, it doesn't make any sense if they went back in time, then they would have no memory of like, and I just get like, they're not going to, you know, I kind of, the more of the minutia 19, see you in my 19th life. She forgot her memory, but she went back to her old apartment. <laughs> like, right, where did right. she park her car? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really kind of yeah, like... none of that bothers me. <laughs> none of that bothers me with dramas. I think it, it, like, there are times when things do bother me, but like, if they're like very much on the side and the the story makes me happy, I can forgive a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can. I can think those things are like absolutely preposterous. And if you asked me, did I love it? I'd be like one thousand <laughs> percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably. I think I'm more like that. But then I think I think for stuff I'm not enjoying, yeah. I will be picking it apart because I'm spending uh, the whole yes. time. Like, why, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Yeah. So I've had that with Castaway Diva, yeah, which I'm going to be doing a deep dive with Afternoon Army Megan on um, because she liked it. And I think <laughs> this is like our thing. We're like good cop, bad cop on dramas. Because, um, yeah, it. I got to the end of it this weekend and I was like oh for god's sake like oh I, I mean yeah no. I ultimately really loved it and I think I've I've said it before like he was a major factor he I I <laughs> they did a good I, I I mentioned um to a post that Sarah wrote like they did a really good job with his character with Kehoe's character yes. and making him yeah. with the young actor and in the you know in in his older iteration I think yeah it was such a compelling character he had such mm, a yeah. well-written compelling backstory um mm, i yeah. and so like i will forgive practically any of the other problems well see <laughs> that's 
see, I'm the flip of you. Like in the sense, I agree with absolutely everything you said, but then I'm really annoyed with what they did with him, or rather, didn't yes. do with him. Mm. Like in the finale, I'm just like, what? Like why? Why? It's like it's like this. I I think being this writer because I wasn't a fan of startup. And although I feel <laughs> similarly about Good Boy as you do, Erin. Yes. And so I feel the same with Kehoe as I did with Good Boy. It's like you you, you stole my heart with this character yes. and then you did that to him. I mean, they, <laughs> it's because this, this writer loves love triangles. <laughs> it's like, anyway, right. Yeah. So, Erin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I absolutely thank loved you. having you on and chatting. I love talking um, about K-dramas. This was so fantastic thank you so much for inviting me um you know i could talk for hours and hours so <laughs> yeah and and as we've been saying if you like erin's take on dramas please join the patreon and uh mm -hmm. join in with our chats because we are all on there talking k-dramas all yeah. the time yeah so wishing you a very lovely holiday season thank you and a happy new year erin thank, thank you so much for coming thank on all right bye 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 Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed our pod. Follow us on our Instagram at Afternoona Asks or our website www.afternoonaasks.com. To get more K drama content from a writer's lens, follow our sister pod, Afternoona Delight. For any BTS fans out there, our other sister pod, Afternoona Army, is here for all your needs. If you want to hang with us and other K-drama fans, consider joining us on Afternoon of Delight Patreon. There are different levels for you to access. Go to www.afternoonofdelightpodcast.com to sign up. Finally, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to contact us via our socials or our email, afternoonasks at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time. 다음에 또 만나요.